This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 36, Alone. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash alone. Then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba that belonged to Judah, he left his servant there. But he went on a day's journey into the wilderness. He sat down under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough. Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. Suddenly, an angel touched him. The angel told him, get up and eat. Then he looked, and there at his head was a loaf of bread baked over hot stones and a jug of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord returned for a second time and touched him. He said, get up and eat or the journey will be too much for you. So he got up, ate and drank. Then on the strength from that food, he walked 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. He entered a cave there and spent the night. First Kings chapter 19 verses 3 through 9 CSB. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. So today, the inspiration for the episode actually comes from a discipleship training that I'm taking part in. Um, And there is a chapter in this manual that we're reading that I just had a lot of thoughts about and a lot to say about. And so I thought that I would use the podcast to talk about some of these things, um, mainly because I think it's important in how we view our journey to Christ, how we view our relationship with God, and how we review our relationship with others. So there's a section in the first week of the manual called Christianity is a Team Sport. And it compares our, you know, our participation in the church and in, I guess, life or I guess, how our relationship with Christ is to a team sport. And the basis for the chapter is Romans chapter 12, verses four through eight. These chapters or these verses um, are about us as the body of Christ. And the church obviously is the body of Christ and it has many members and each member has its own function. And this is where they start going into this metaphor of the team sport. So when you play a team sport, it's a team. Everyone is participating. Everyone is necessary for the team to win. And the only way the team can win is if everybody goes. Like, if only I show up for a basketball game, I have to forfeit the game. I can't even play. And if all five of the starters show up and we go out and we start playing, and somebody gets tired and wants to sit down, we have to forfeit. 
and if the whole team shows up but only three people are giving it their all, you're going to fail because you need everybody giving 110% for the team to be successful. Okay, that makes sense. A lot of people teach that, and that's a lot of what we hear as believers, that your church is important, that going, going and being part of the church is important. Now, the problem is most people think that church is a building and not a body and not the people or a community. But nonetheless, there's this idea that if you're not incorporated into this church group, that you're not actually a Christian, that you're not actually doing Christianity correctly. Um, But where I started to feel a way with this chapter um, is the author of the book said because a go at it alone philosophy is unbiblical and I must say I disagree with this statement I agree that we are supposed to fellowship with our fellow believers there are verses in the Bible that tell us not to neglect fellowshipping and we see that this is how things are cultivated this is how Jesus sets up his church however however throughout the bible we see people take time to get themselves together we see people take time alone with god to make sure that they're at their optimal best to be helpful for the church so for instance take moses moses left egypt and he was in Midian, um, we could argue that, you know, his father-in-law and those around him were his church family at the time. Um, But when he met God at the burning bush, he was alone and God sent him back as he was leaving Midian to go in back into Egypt. He was alone until his brother came and met him. When he actually approached Pharaoh, yes, it was him and Aaron and, you know, he came out with all of the Israelites. But when they got to the foot of Mount Sinai, Moses went up the mountain to talk to God alone. He had to go alone. He was up there for like 40 days alone. Again, another person that was alone is Elijah. After things went down, he was the only prophet that was still on the side of God. All these other people were doing some foolishness. And he had to do what he had to do, but then he had to go out and be alone to get himself together. The ultimate example is Jesus. Before Jesus started his ministry, before Jesus started making disciples, he did his 40-day fast in the wilderness by himself. This is when the devil came to tempt him. So you know that there is a crucial aspect of spending time alone with God, just you and him, that is biblical and that is important. And even in his own example of this team sport idea, there is still a fatal flaw that there is still time that you have to spend alone whether it's as an athlete whether it's a gymnastics team I guess that's still athletic whether it's band um, I think band actually is a perfect example as a band geek myself you have 
multiple instruments on the field, just like you have multiple parts of your body. And each instrument brings a different layer to the sound of the whole. It's not a good performance if you're missing chunks of the band. Like nobody wants to hear just a tuba player on the field by themselves. No one wants to hear just a flute player. Okay, they do do flute solos, but um, in like a marching band setting, you would not want just a flute player on the field. That's not, it's not what sounds good. In fact, a flute player on the field by themselves would never project into the stands. You'd never hear them. But when you put people together, it makes a beautiful sound. And even within each section, you know, having multiple people playing the same thing makes it stronger. And so you become stronger as a section the more you have. And, you know, one of the best examples of that, when I was getting ready to go to college, I went to my first college football game and they had a band there that had so many tubas. I have never seen so many tubas in my life. They had to have had like at least like 15 tubas. And I like I that I was just mystified, okay? For those who are not musicians, there's this thing called a balance pyramid. And the tubas are at the bottom of the pyramid. Tubas, low brass, all of the bass. And that is what provides a foundation for your sound. When you have that solid foundation, it just makes the sound better. It, it rounds it out. It, it cuts through the, the stadium. It's just, it's ideal to have a ton of low brass instruments and tubas and a smaller number of like flutes and piccolos and clarinets and things like that. And so because they had so many tuba players, like the sound from this band was amazing. And it was like in direct contrast to my high school band that had one tuba player and like 20 flute players. And you could tell the difference because them playing together was strength. And that is what is the ultimate thing that I think this author is trying to convey. That's what's being conveyed, for instance, in the Bible and saying that we should fellowship and work together as a church. However, the detail that is missing that I think we forget to convey to people is that in order to get to that point, each individual is responsible for themselves. So in band, we have what we call sectionals in which each section practices together. So the tuba section has their sectional where they practice music together, the drumline practices together, and the trumpets practice together, and the flutes practice together, and they work on making sure that they're tight, that they are unified and solidified together before they come to the band together. Because if we can't play as a section, how are we gonna play with the whole band? But when you go to sectionals, you are responsible for your part. So when I showed up to the flute sectional, if I couldn't play the music, I'm messing up my fellow flute players. And they're looking at me like, what's wrong with you? You're not doing your part. How come you don't know the music? And so, the way it really works is I spent time on my own. Many of us took private lessons and all of us had to practice at home 
by ourselves. So you take the music home, you learn the music, you practice it, you get help. Maybe you're even practicing things that are not the music because with band, you have fundamentals. You have your scales, you have um, you know, your tuning, you have vibrato, depending on what instrument you play with, different techniques um, to make your sound quality good and to help like your breathing. You do like breathing exercises and things like that. And these all prepare you to be at your optimal best to fit into your section. And then the section helps you strengthen you to fit into the church as a whole or i'm mixing my metaphors to fit in the band as a whole this is how the church should work as a whole as well is what i'm trying to get to me as an individual i need to cultivate my my relationship with god just like jesus spent time with himself in the wilderness to before he started making disciples i can't go out and try to make disciples if I don't have a rock solid foundation with Christ myself. I can't come and start being part of your church if I don't even know if your church is preaching the truth. I need to know what truth is. I need to know the word of God for myself. And in that aspect, you have to go at it alone. Now, that being said, once I go and practice and get fundamental truths instilled in me, I have my own foundation, then I come to my like people of the body, whether it's through, say, women's ministry or whether it's through a young adult ministry or maybe it's, you know, we have, for instance, like ministries that feed the homeless. We have um, music in the church. So you may come through the ministry that handles the music in the church. And when you come into that particular ministry, that ministry should help you, should help strengthen you as well. They should provide, you know, more support in whatever it is that you're struggling with. And then they become a unified piece. So they're working as whatever part of the body they are. And then that functions into the church as a whole, right? Because you, you have so many independent pieces like even in the body you have your respiratory system and you have your digestive system and they're functioning independently but together at the same time right and it's kind of that same concept that you know you have to handle your piece alone but then you need the church body to help you grow that piece and then it can fit into the organization as a whole And I think that that detail should be conveyed for multiple reasons. One, like I said, that's how things actually work and how they work best for efficiency and for maximum productivity, but also because we live in a world where most people are not doing the right thing. And I think it is very dangerous to instill in people this idea that you have to have people around you all the time. Because the truth is there are going to be times where you're going to have to stand up alone. You're going to have to stand up and be like, this is not right. This is not of God. And nobody else in the room is going to stand with you. Nobody else is going to agree with you. In fact, just the other day, I was talking to a young girl who is having trouble finding a good set of friends because the people she's around, even though they also claim to be Christian, 
are into doing more worldly things and she doesn't want to do those things. And so they've shunned her. And so to say like, oh, well, you can't go at it alone. That's unbiblical. You need to go hang out with those people who are doing all of this foolishness. That's crazy. And there may be some time before she finds people who are like-minded. I agree. In game, yeah, you should have like-minded believers around you to fellowship with. But the truth of the matter is you may have to spend some time alone, just you and God, if you're doing the right thing. And it may take that alone time to even find out what the right thing is. Like I said in one of my previous episodes, I spent six years away from like any type of formal church service. Now, I still had Christian friends and I talked to about things with them on occasion, but I wasn't in any part of community the way I am now where I was, you know, daily talking to my fellow believers or even weekly talking to my fellow believers and having Bible studies with them. I was having Bible studies on my own. And that is how I came to a lot of the truths that I have now because I just needed that time with me and God. So I think that it's important to keep things in perspective. Yes, it is extremely important that you function within the church, that you do your part, whatever part of the body God has called you to be. It's important for you to be that part of the body. And it's important to you for you to utilize the other parts of the body. And that's how we get the mission accomplished. But it's also important for you to exercise and, and you know, grow yourself alone so that you can be that part of the body. And so I just wanted to come on and kind of work through those details and remind people that sometimes it is necessary for you to take time with God, just you and God. Don't neglect that, you know, you have this fellowship and this responsibility to the body as a whole, but indeed make sure that you are performing the way you should be before you jump into the mix because that can just cause confusion and that's not beneficial to you or to the people that you are jumping into the middle of. Um, I hope this is coherent and that it makes sense. Uh, Let me know in the comment section if you have questions or if it didn't quite come across the way it's trying to come out of my head. Um, But thank you for listening and I hope that you will have a good week. See you guys next time. (laughs) 